that's great. What was what was that? Uh, that was the second murder that so we talked that was, about, right? Yeah, that was that was the woman who disappeared. That's at least what I'm what I think. That's like, like I mean, that's, there's that's they have pretty... thousands of members, and probably people are having like panic attacks yeah. and stuff. But like, but she was hysterical, screaming like, "Oh, I have Keith's she, baby!" Because if you think about oh, it, collateral right. oh, is supposed shit. to be the worst thing you've ever done. So just giving some woman some prescription drugs you shouldn't have given her is not the worst <laughs> thing you've misdemeanor. ever done. And driving her, and around. driving her around. You did her oh, a baby. solid. No, it's you, you killed her. Yeah. <laughs> you gave her too many pills. You drove her around until you found a secluded spot and then yeah. you fucking left her there and her body's never been found. Yes, exactly. So I mean, It's a big pain in the ass to search um, her last. This, well, especially last. No, no one else has fucking put that together. This is... I have not... <laughs> No you one. were the first person to put this together. Yeah. This is not and nowhere nowhere even in, in the shit where like bullshit conspiracy theorists did I see anything. Well, those people are usually retarded. Well, yeah, but I don't know if it's Keith being manipulative or like Lauren whatever lying, but Lauren Salzman letter says that later says that Keith says that the confession is actually not good enough collateral uh, because it implicates him. Oh. <laughs> well, here's the thing about that. What's the other worst thing you've ever done? The one, What's the worst thing you've done without me being involved? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Blood on the Sand. Blood on the Sand. Blood on the sand. I'm Michael Johnson. With me, as always, uh, wearing his favorite jersey uh, right now is Bob Keen. Bear down, Jagoff. And running the uh, the smooth jazz mix right now is Mr. Andre Hashem. Yes, I hit play. <laughs> Hell yeah, he's DJing. And I played with the knobs. It's like he's threesome. also DJing. It's like, it's like <laughs> a threesome. Yeah, yeah. We're I'm gonna... watching. <laughs> I'm just watching y'all play with your knobs. <laughs> He's, oh. he's pressing buttons, and I'm playing with my knob. Or his knob. I always knew I'd be the guy in a football jersey watching two guys play with their knobs. That's <laughs> how so you know this is not going to become a cult, because we are. There's no one is going to join to fuck us. We, we, started, <laughs> we started the sex crimes too early. We, <laughs> you never lead with the sex crimes, guys. You got to lead with a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Apparently, uh, that's how you get. That's, that's how you get women, right? That's the internship program. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, don't 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 talk about the too loud. Hey, someone might steal our idea. Get, yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. What the world's eight millionth pimp? That's a. <laughs> Ooh, that was your uh, <laughs> cool jazz. Is it going to play again? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good, man. Half it's the time you put this shit on loop and it just, I have to per- edit it. That's the perfect amount of notes, man. Yeah, no, it was, it was excellent. It's the notes you don't play. Yeah, no, Um. like, yeah, like, women uh, like pyramid schemes and we're oh, sharing an internship. Chicks dig. Yes. <laughs> Chicks dig Anything pyramid with, schemes. With goals? And a, a way of right, women achievement. love goals. I yeah. just found this out. Yeah, women are like, I like a man with goals, not necessarily one that achieves them. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I'll just take a guy that's got a thing. Yeah, just want one that has. But then if he's actually doing stuff to pursue those goals, oh, then that's, that's a problem. The, yeah, that's a problem. Then you cut him off at the knees. Mm-hmm. I want a man who has goals and already achieved those goals. I want to, then I can come in. Look, uh, I want to make sure I'm his goal. <laughs> <laughs> a man that achieves too many goals, he starts looking around at bitches to be his next goal, you see. Right, that makes sense. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. They did half his shit. But. You know, we we generalize because the women that in Nixium were definitely not those. <laughs> that was. What kind of women were in Nixium? I think they were... Um, 
the I, I'm worried about my goals. Right. And uh, Amway. See, that's that's <laughs> why feminism is cancer, bro. Right? They get in there, next thing you know, they're in a sex cult, bro. Can't trust them with goals, dude. That keep jersey's up, going right to your head, Bob. Keep them barefoot and pregnant. Trump 2020. <laughs> Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop buying season tickets if we if I see a black quarterback. Whoa! <laughs> oh man, the Bridgeport is strong in this jersey. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I can Coming smell out. it over here. All uh, right, so so this is our fifth episode of Nixian, right? Yes. Fifth. Yeah, dude, we're hitting, we're hitting our fucking stride. Yes, we're we're coming in. So just a little recap. Uh, we're we are we have made it into Nixium land because finally it did take yeah. us a while. It was to a get long there. road. <laughs> we got um, out of the farm system. Yeah, Keith Ranieri formed a self-help group remarkably similar to Scientology, but because Google doesn't exist, people are flocking to it. Uh, they're <laughs> making about $3 million a year. This is about 2000-ish. Uh, Keith has courted a couple idiot millionaires that we're about to get into. Allison Mack is an ambitious new recruit, which means she's fucking the shit out of Keith. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> And he is out kicking his coverage on that one. Good on you. We Good on haven't you, even gotten off the rails yet. Do you want to go off the fucking rails? That's are we Are we starting off the rails? It's pretty much, uh, yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get yeah. Let's jump a rail so, and end up in a nursery somewhere. It's all this. This is I, the the one thing is I tried. I couldn't crescendo this episode. It's just all up here. Yeah. <laughs> Starts off fucking going eighty five so, miles per you're hour. You're getting ahead, but it's all on the all on the tip. <laughs> You're about to fucking cum your pants, dude. <laughs> but you're going to backfire. So Nixium is an evolving cult. you got to stay current. And uh, Keith and Nan uh, Nancy initially create ESP, which is forward-facing. Uh, Nixium is a cult, um, you know, once you get in behind the doors. In the late 90s, they start forming subgroups within the cults. Uh, within the cult. And That's these... when everything good happens. Yeah, yeah Cobra Kai in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the subgroups are really just uh, another way to create different groups of minions as human sex toys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got to branch out, you know? So just like how he created the National Health Network for Tony Natalie to run back in the 90s yeah. and then kind of use that to get in with her. But did they? Did she solve her uh, diarrhea issue? Uh, yeah, she solved Nancy Salzman's diarrhea issue. Okay. Yeah, they just plugged issue. that motherfucker up. <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad. <laughs> It was the opposite. It was a constipation issue, so she gave her diarrhea. Oh, hey, silver lining. <laughs> it's the details. It's gonorrhea or di diarrhea. What am I giving you? Well, I got one of them. <laughs> but I can find the other. Um, so Keith has figured out that he can use leadership and status in like within the group as an aphrodisiac to the women that he's trying to woo. Oh. So Keith creates... <laughs> Considering what he's about to do to these women, wooing is a very liberal yeah, uh, interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to romance you with gaslighting and, <laughs> and lasers. And you're going to need therapy the way I'm wooing yeah, you. I, I had to silly it up a little bit. I <laughs> right. This I is goofy. I've gone a courting with my... <laughs> with felonies. Couldn't say what he's actually... Uh, <laughs> Man, give away the whole thing. Ma'am, um, can I take you back to my chateau and laser my initials into your back? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to call making love. <laughs> so charming. I'll love you like a blacksmith. <laughs> <laughs> tung, tung, Put the glasses on. <laughs> so one, you know, once he's getting people in to Nixium, he creates... So I thought it was Janus for a while. It's J-N-E-S-S. -S. That's, that's, that's a Janus. California. It's, it's pronounced Janus. 
This is like one of the millionaire uh, daughters. This sounds this like is, that sounds like the name of some like rich heiress white girl yeah. that's becoming part of this. Like my name is Jonas Abernathy. Is that the case? So yeah, he creates it. Well, he creates it with Nancy as a as a way essentially to. It's a female only group. Oh, hot. <laughs> yes. We so, live together .com. I've seen it. It's a woman's movement that facilitates <laughs> the ongoing exploration of what it means to be a woman through open dialogue, the development of friendships. Janus engages women from all over the world and allows them to discover the true essence of womanhood, which is essentially <laughs> becoming a sex slave for Keith. Which is staring <laughs> down the barrel of Keith Ranieri's very average dick. So, yeah. So Janus hourly said that it empowered women by rejecting any sort of victimization and self-actualization. But we, we <laughs> now snitch <laughs> we now know that they were teaching them that women were inferior dishonest untrustworthy genetically and evolutionary predisposed to subver subservient roles you already covered oh. that you said they put them all into a group <laughs> <laughs> they all learned that in in, in groups yeah <laughs> that's that's how you start victims um, don't exist so yeah. i don't know what's happening to you <laughs> like lollapalooza is still around lilith fair stopped years ago <laughs> <laughs> oh man they're both terrible uh yep Alice, so Allison Mack, the star of Small Smallville and pretty much nothing else other than Smallville spinoffs. Oh, come on. Gets invited by Kristen Crook, who plays a smaller character on Smallville, and she got dragged in by her boyfriend. See how this goes, right? Small fish baits the bigger fish, uh, and the bigger fish baits the dungeon master. There's no small actors. There's only small roles and midgets. Yes. And, yeah. And, yeah. <clears throat> lots and lots and lots of small roles. But then that's sort of the thing, too, with these actresses. Like, they're they're in that stage of Hollywood where you, you're probably not going to be a star. You have your big break. You're on this giant show, and it's not panning out, probably because you're not a great actress, and you're having a tough time dealing with that. So that's they go to these self-help groups to, like, figure out, like, how how do I break through to the next level? Dude, 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 dude quit yeah. fucking Keith Ranieri. Go fuck a movie yeah. producer. <laughs> Come on, guy. Yeah, like, seriously. He doesn't make movies. Well, I, he does. I sell pills. <laughs> <laughs> So, I want to fuck the man behind the man. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, um, what's yeah, your name? Yeah, don't fuck the actor. <laughs> yeah, Keith Ranieri seems the like the- guy that teaches the actor. Is, oh. Keith Ranieri seems like the guy in Hollywood that can hook you up with a gig working at a 7-Eleven if you fuck him. <laughs> I got, I, I know some people. I know some people. Ron Jeetle, see you on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> can you lift 50 pounds? <laughs> Can you lift a, qu a quarter of a pound? I'm starting to get hard. Yeah. You've Come managed to, you've lifted my, you've lifted my dick. I'm sure you could manage fucking coke syrup. So, Allison gets really into not just Nexium but the Jonas. The fucking every time Jaundice? I even thought yeah, yeah, we're just going to make an editorial decision here. It's Janus. Janus. We're just going to call yeah, it Janus. We're going to call it Janus. We'll yeah. just call it JJ. <laughs> so, Allison gets really into Janus. And obviously Keith Jesus. notices uh, her really immediately and like, you know, he does like a full court press and he sends out, you know, his minions to like talk up people that he's interested in, you know, like and they're, they're kind of all helping out. So, yeah, because in reality, he told Kristen Crook to invite her in specifically. Keith is trying to get bigger and bigger Hollywood stars yeah. to a in like to validate Nixium as a. As a, like a self-help group and as a contender like in the western conference just looking for <laughs> just trying to bring in the best free agents well, yeah no that's that's a good point like that that you don't just build a, a team out of like a level actors like you can't that's no, like no, uh, scientology just, yeah. it started slow and then eventually you get to tom cruise yeah, like yeah, you, you can't get, just get Tom Cruise you, right, you, right back. Exactly. You get Steph Curry and Clay Thompson in order yes. to get Kevin Durant. Yes, yes. Same deal. 
Exactly. Yeah. And the sports shit is really coming through my skin on this uh, yeah, jersey. No, it's, <laughs> it's your skin color is starting to change. Yeah, even whiter. And <laughs> and weirdly, Kristen Kruk has out stayed like weirdly out of the both the police and the public thing. And I I do know there's I mean, we'll get into a couple instances of this where there's some discrepancy in facts, and I think it's because the Justice Department and the prosecution was like, well, if we actually if we date it this time, then we're the people that we're giving immunity because of their whistleblowing. We can't. Then we have to admit that they were part of other stuff. So right. that was that's one of the reasons that it's I the house have of cards that this is getting built on is mm -hmm. because there's like people saying stuff, but then there's court records showing something else. But then there's also the behavior and actions of people are actually reflecting what like in opposition to the court records. So, anyways. <laughs> yeah, what, what you you saying? What was, what was Bob? Bro if you have I, a you went over my head. If you have yeah. a friend that's a lawyer listening to this, pause <laughs> it, run it back about a minute and a half, have them explain it to you. Essentially, that's I'm just what saying I'm all of this is directed behind the scenes by Keith and yes. stuff okay. like that. She, and Kristen Kruk weirdly has got has like kind of escaped like the public eye and all of all of right. this. So I don't know the exact details of how exactly she got her in, but I'm pretty damn sure that Keith told her specifically and that she was part at least at that point probably part of the sex cult okay so okay. i can definitely see her like not being in the public eye yeah <laughs> like, yeah she's the carl rove of this oper <laughs> yeah, like, operation yes I think. like out of sight out of mind type deal yeah the g, the g gordon liddy of this watergate <laughs> break in on this poor woman's life yes yeah because you know with that whole um college scandal that happened like last year or two years ago remember oh, yeah. that and, uh, Check you know, for Fuller House? Exactly. If they didn't make Fuller House, they probably wouldn't have, you know, because yeah, yeah, no one's seen her for 20 years. And yeah. No one gave like, a shit. She gave, she, <laughs> first, she spent thousands of dollars to get her into USC, and every Yale mom is like, poor people. <laughs> <laughs> poor people problem. No, what you do is you pay a hundred grand for a, a library. Yeah. And then what? your 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 grandkids get to be president. Build yeah, a sports team like a weight room or something like that. Yeah, just like, any old thing. <laughs> well, that's how Dr. Dre got his daughter into uh, yeah, whatever. I've got a Bob he, there's a whole wing I've got a the Bob, library. I've got a Bob Keen paperweight at Memphis State. <laughs> <laughs> Only cost me twelve eighty. Oh, is that is that a paperweight to go over your application so it doesn't get in? Well, I mean, <laughs> no, you know what? It's been sitting there for about 20 years, but I think they're going to have me in this year. It's like, honestly, Fingers crossed. Someone, Fingers just, crossed. someone just gave me a paperweight and I, I didn't have anything. I just needed a paper to put it on. I just found this guy's yeah. application. We're never going to let him in. I haven't looked at I it. I couldn't afford to, <laughs> to donate the paper. <laughs> so. Allison loves Janus and having these group sessions with other women is really empowering to her. She's having emotional breakdowns and that's somehow really helping her with her acting career, not taking off whatsoever. Um, <laughs> what? Having emotional breakdowns? <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, that's really good. Can you do that on camera? Well, no, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, somebody make a starring vehicle this summer about a struggling actress who sucks at acting. Wow. I'm <laughs> sure there's only 85,000 indie movies. Movies I'm, going I'm pretty sure that's how Jessica Alba got on, but definitely. <laughs> well, and she's fucking hot. Dude. So my god, she's so hot. Yeah. So right. wait, you keep saying Janel, Janus, Janus. So also, Janus is now is it, a subgroup. Is it like J date, like J anal? It's 
No, no, that's a uh, that's a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> <laughs> no, Little Jay Anal. Hey, what's up? It's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy Jay Anal. <laughs> I don't actually have this high of a voice, but yo, I got a dick up my ass, baby. Jay Anal, all day, every day. <laughs> Japanese Anal. <laughs> they call me Little Prolapse. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well. Another one. <laughs> another another polyp. Another polyp. <laughs> Pink sock. On that note, uh, <laughs> so uh, Allison really loves all this. Keith notices that, and so you know, how do you get her involved even more? He uh, starts. He creates. It's called Ten C. Uh, it's that po- sounds like <laughs> something you'll catch from somebody. Yes. It sounds like a military facility, <laughs> like Area Ten C. Yeah. It's. It's a private. It's 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 a secret attempt to recruit college girls. Uh, <laughs> Are you sure it was college? You might remember this. No, it's on the v- acapella concert. It's so it's specifically meant tr- for young women oh, younger hey. than Allison. What year and was it's this? The acapella concert. So this Did is you tell 2000, about this? Wait, was 2008. This 2008, and they're still trying to pick up college chicks with acapella. That's yeah, no, 19- this is an amazing. That's thing, what though. you do in the 1950s. Yeah, we covered the acapella thing, I think, in the last Oh, no, episode. I remember that. Okay. But just to reiterate, <laughs> if you're trying to pick up college girls with an acapella concert, it's like, hey, you should go to my improv show. No, but this is perfect because, remember, all of Keith goes for, like, kind damaged but also plain, boring women. Oh, like, that's, that's fair. That, and the, that's, for some reason, that's the personality trait. Well, he relates to them. He kind of looks like a plain, boring woman. I, and I, I, I don't know. I think they're susceptible to the attention and stuff like that. And I can, and, and, I can, yes, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's absolutely the case. <laughs> it's a, Bob knows about. If that. you want the upper hand, just date down. Yeah, you know, you, you ever play a, a role playing game? Sometimes you got to slay a lot of the. the you got to level up. You know, yeah. grinding. Yeah, goblins. <laughs> yeah. Three ghouls showed up. All right, well, here we go. So yeah, they. Uh, they, they attempt to recruit the college girls through the acapella concert that we covered in the last episode. The young women were promised opportunities to build character through uh, Nixium curriculum uh, and to develop a sisterhood or sorority of women, their age group. Uh, and they would be mentored by uh, Allison, uh, Nikki Klein, who's Allison's girlfriend at the time, and by Keith. Which is weird for an all-female group, but uh, <laughs> Keith kind of slides right in. Yeah, Nikki Klein, by the way, actress on Battlestar Galactica, loved Nixium so much that in 2006 she asked to be written out of the show to devote herself full time to Nixium. Between Battlestar Galactica and Smallville, this guy's fucking nerds more than George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> this is nuts. Wait, who was she? In, do we know who she was in Battlestar? Galactica? I could have looked it up. Does anybody know the characters? <laughs> I don't know. Like the blonde? <laughs> was she the blonde chick? You were probably thinking of Star she had, Trek: no, The she Next had Generation. Brown hair. I, I was thinking. I, you were thinking of Seven of Nine, weren't you? I was thinking Deanna Troy. I looked. Oh, you know what? It, damn it! I had it in a different version of this writing. <laughs> <laughs> now who's the nerd? Yeah, I'm an ass. Um, so and they uh, they start. She and Allison uh, start dating, and Keith starts turning his attention uh, to younger women more and more. <laughs> oh god! No kidding. So Nixium also offered uh, female students jobs working at a t-shirt company owned by <laughs> Ranieri and Claire Bronfman. <laughs> uh, private, t-shirt company. Um, Can you imagine that guy wearing a t-shirt? And and with always a V-neck <laughs> and three buttons. Guy wears polo. That guy wears like collared polo underwear. Yeah, he like, just comes in Namaste. <laughs> the fucking collar t-shirt. Yeah. Fucking douche. Yeah. Ugh, the guy wakes up in a fucking pastel <laughs> polo shirt. Yeah. 
So the reason that they named this thing 10C is that with his younger sexual partners, uh, Keith... 10s Lef- are the only ones I see. Yeah, 10 years old. You wish. <laughs> um, it's uh, It stands for the emperor has no clothes. For, uh, the emperor has the, no clothes. Yeah. Okay, 10C. T-E-N-C. Everything... T E H N C. Oh, the emperor has no. The clo- emperor has no, and then C. And then dash C. I guess the T- H is silent. T E H. Well, yeah, ten. 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 Ten C. Ten C. Ten C. Ten. So, but this. Namaste. Ten C. Some British. It's like a new lotus position, the ten C position. That's where I give him all my money. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Lotus position, reach back, grab the wallet. <laughs> Just give us the whole wallet. Yeah, We're not going to make you go through. We're you not going to give you We're going to take your identity, too. You might as well give it to us You got now. your social in there, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need your social. And sign here. Sign this sign these forms. Yeah, yeah. Sign this. We're going to fingerprint you for harmony. <laughs> and, yeah, because the, this, this attempt... Fails the the acapella thing didn't really work at all. <laughs> no shit. Oh really? really? No, you need a bass player and a drummer to pick up chicks. Yeah, yeah. They just riffed that shit for an hour and a half. But as a result of this, wait, this, when was this again? So when this was the is, acapella. Thing? This was two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Like, you were round. out in L.A. playing bass. They could have no, used was, you. Oh well, actually, I didn't go. Actually, no, I went out there in like two thousand nine. Ah, just <clears throat> missed it. Just well, missed just it. one of the many gigs I missed when I lived out there. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing an acapella thing. Can I play bass? Look, look at my cool hair. Look, man, I have a faux hawk with frosted tips because I'm a fat guy in Los Angeles, so I'm lost. <laughs> I, can I play bass for your cult? <laughs> <laughs> People were asking Bob constantly if he was lost, and he thought he just meant directions, and it was all <laughs> philosophical. My base, no, I, I went to a, the seminar of a lesser cult, and they didn't even have me in. My, I, I just couldn't find the, the downbeat, the money. you know? Yeah. I couldn't find the downbeat. I just couldn't play bass well enough to be part of a cult. Yeah. Well, it saved you, Bob, because now you're here. And now you're in this part cult. of a cult. Yeah. <laughs> now you're one of the leaders. Frankly, so. this is this is this is a bit darker than the cult I would have been. <laughs> I'd had to suck a guy's dick for 15 minutes a day, but the rest of the day, not too shabby. <laughs> I get to fucking farm rice or whatever. All right. So, um, so 10C does not. It's this doesn't work. But he's so he set this up for Allison. He's trying to give her something, you know, like something to. To kind of help her to take control over and, right. you know... Uh, Giving really... her a little bit of power so she feels more involved in the cult. Yes. And yes. Those, deeper. since 10C fails, well, the, you had to do something else. You have to pivot. So that is when he creates the DOS. Uh, it st- actually starts in 2008. So fuck every single one of those court, the, the court cases. I am absolutely positive that they had to change the timeline to 2015 as the start for DOS so that they could exonerate some of the people that were whistleblowers because everything indicates that it started right after this in 2008 with Allison. But later they would say it started in 2015 in order to save the hide of whoever was involved in 2008? Yes. 
man, that weird. I didn't yes. know you could just do that. There's yes, and there's some really powerful people that were involved back then too. That that's one of the reasons that some of that stuff can happen. Okay, that definitely get... makes more sense now. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. There's got to be a <laughs> there's a variable missing here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's the one. Oh. God. And <laughs> you know, it's one of those things too. It's like you know, it's not like we don't know about that them doing that with mobsters and stuff like that. Like yeah. you know, we we give you immunity. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah. I mean, granted, those guys do end up testifying uh, about their crimes in court, but maybe this was just too icky. If you can help me catch somebody in 2015, I'll say that the last seven years didn't exist. Yeah. How about that? All facts point to it being created in 2008, other than that one thing in the court thing. But so what are I'm facts go, in this story? <laughs> yes, that's the. <laughs> this is why every episode should start with that disclaimer. Yes. Right. So <laughs> facts are a subjective construct. Yeah, and obviously like gender. We knew there was like there was the 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 lady the it, that disappeared in 2002 that went into hysterics because she was right. pregnant with Keith's kid. So like that's I would be too. God, look at that guy's face. So yes, even though Janus already exists, 2008 Keith asked Allison with creating and run, running another all woman empowerment group. Just like ESP, it starts off nice and cozy with a public name like The Vow. Um, but once inside, it's called DOS or Dominus Obsequious Sororium. How do you make it more <laughs> obnoxious than The Vow? Yes. <laughs> the Vow is like, this seems douchey. Yeah, the other one is in Latin. All right. So Dominus Obsequious Sororium, it's a Latin phrase that translates to master over slave women. Um, what geez, the yeah. fuck? So Google exists right now. Yeah, and but it's not actually what you think because straight off oh, they're bummer. not slaves for Keith immediately. Oh, the women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got them on layaway. Yes, yes. The, Slave away. The, the women are slaves to the other women in the group. Right. These and, are my side masters. Uh, you'll be. <laughs> these are the people that will be. That's what we call middle you. manager slash overseer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So the slave tasks are obviously weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's asking non-slaves to do strange things. So. Yeah. So you, they, do you have a list? Uh, yeah. They they initially start out things like needing to check in every morning uh, with the person assigned as their masters. They have to like pick up their laundry and bring them coffee and things like that. Typical uh, intern in L.A. Or R and B superstar from Chicago, R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Free R. You're Kelly. Free R. Kelly. I'm saying it. Um, then, you know, some other weird stuff. They have to check in at night for approval to go to sleep. Um, that's a thing. That's just good. Keep that's just good housekeeping. Permission <laughs> to die, sir. Yeah. If they screw permission not granted. Thank right. you. sir. Oh. Yeah. Do you just not die then? Well, you, your soul stays to fight on. Oh, so it's worse. Yeah, yeah way, <laughs> it's, it's, way worse. Worse than death. Yeah. If they screw up one of the, the, the small oh, tasks or anything like, like that. Uh-oh. Yeah, they start off with small punishments and they, they go bigger. Like one of them is they have to restrict their ca- their, their diet to yeah. 1,500 uh, calories a day. Somebody's not getting any carbs. Yeah. Should have made your bed. <laughs> oh, fuck. And what's kind of, you know, it's it comes out later is that's essentially just how Keith prefers his women. He just likes them skinny. And, oh, but he's he like just a man. He seems like a guy in. who doesn't like ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. the ballerina yeah. girls. Like, is, I, pretty, if you've seen these women, they're all distinctly non-assed women. You know, yeah. I bet it's his mom because his mom was a ballroom dancer mm. and I bet she was very skinny. If, look, yes. if you look back into the history, the guy did his homework on cults and manipulation. Yes. If you ever see, look, look at the Manson family. 
Mm-hmm. All of those chicks, no ass, no ass. Cults, mm. if you if but you want to avoid cults, girls. get out of ass. No, but, but there's no big ass. There's no right. good ass. Like Jennifer Lopez, not part of a cult. Yeah. Well, uh, Cardi you know what, B, though? there's will probably never be in a cult. When, when big we get ass to women Mexico, start, start their probably own cult. Some good asses. Yeah, hey, he's right. Uh, well, there's Mexican cults, and we're gonna get to him. Look, That's, this is we do get to sand in this episode. <gasps> there won't be sand. <laughs> Finally, five episodes in. All right, so where are we? So uh, one of the other things that uh, slaves in uh, DOS Dominus Obsequious Sororium, the most annoying and just obvious thing. Um, yeah. One of the other things they have to do is they have to give collateral. You 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 have to first give collateral in Nixium to give. To get information back, if you want to like get higher up, it's not just about money. Yeah, you have to give Shame. over. Yes, you have to give over like secrets that would damage you or mm. your family. Scientology. Yes. Scientology. Yes, yeah. Exactly. This Christianity, is, and Christianity too. Yeah, yeah. Catholicism yeah. specifically. Yeah, and yeah, this is rule number five of Nixium. The tribute, just kind of in its final official form. Uh, col- uh, collateral is nudes, but not just nudes. Also, written confessions to things that would destroy your lives and those of your loved ones. For written ex- confessions to just nudes. Do that with, that's just tweets now. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's OnlyFans too. Well, s- some of no, it gets, those, those disappear. Some of it can right? be m- more incriminating, like um, Lauren Salzman, Nancy Salzman's daughter. Uh, Nancy uh, brought Lauren into DOS, which is really gross because we already know that Nancy has been fucking Keith and. Now well, then he, she brought her daughter. Her daughter's in it. Hey, now. What's good for the goose is good for uh, the gander, you know? This is worse than North Korea, three generations of <laughs> yeah. failure or whatever. So Lauren was already a Nixium counselor and has been since the nineties. Her collateral when she gets into to daughter. DOS Naughty years America. Later no one does is, it better. So Lauren's collateral <laughs> is a written confession of about committing a crime with her mother. A few years ago, when a woman at a Nixium seminar went hysterical, had an emotional breakdown, they gave her a bunch of Valium and just drove her around for a while and never called uh, healthcare professionals. Bob, do you remember this from earlier? I mean, I've had nights like that hanging out at Denny's in Vernon Hills, Illinois. No, they're confessing to a murder that happened in New York. Okay, didn't do that part. <laughs> That's in, in, it happened in, in Anchorage. At it was in Anchorage, Alaska. When oh, that, that really? Was the second murder. Look, okay. it's it's Alaska. Jeez. Does that actually have? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you do it in Alaska Bob and you get out point. of yeah. and you get out of Alaska, there's I that think, there's that part in Alaska that it's like three places that like they all intersect and it's no one's jurisdiction. Well, no, in Alaska, it's like that the beginning of that Lamb of God song, uh, Omerta. It's just like if you kill if you. <laughs> Kill me, uh, no, what was it? If you attack me, uh, I shall kill you. <clears throat> if you kill me, you are forgiven. Like, that's Anchorage. I it's feel like Alaska. Is, I feel like this is a two, like, if you're playing a, a drinking game at home, uh, that's that's three drinks by now, if you're, if you're <laughs> playing the Bob Keen drinking game. <laughs> Which um, one is? M- metal music, uh, <laughs> bringing up your past, uh, <laughs> talking about sports. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, so that, that's great. What was what was that? Uh, that was the second murder that so we that talked was, about. Right? Yeah, that was that was the woman who disappeared. That's at least what I'm what I think. That's like, like I mean, that's, there's that's they have pretty... thousands of members, and probably people are having like panic attacks yeah. and stuff. But like, but she was hysterical, screaming like, "Oh, I have Keith's she, baby!" Because if you think about oh, it, collateral right. oh, is supposed shit. to be the worst thing you've ever <gasps> done. So just 
giving some woman some prescription drugs you shouldn't have given her <laughs> is not the worst That's thing you've ever done. And driving her, and around. driving her around. You did her okay. a solid. No, it's you, you killed her. Yeah. <laughs> you gave her too many pills. You drove her around until you found a secluded spot, and then yeah. you fucking left her there, and her body's never been found. Yes. Exactly. So I mean, it's a big pain in the ass to search um, the last. Well, especially last. No, on, no one else has fucking put that together. This is I have not. <laughs> no, you one, were the first person <laughs> to put this together. Yeah, this is not, and nowhere, nowhere, even in in the shit where like bullshit conspiracy theorists did I see anything. Well, those people are usually retarded. Well, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not uh, oddly enough, yeah, you're the only one of uh, you're the first person to uh, with a legal background to look at any of this. <laughs> this might be the part that I cut out and put at the beginning. So this is fucking. This is this is real. This is, this heavy. is real. This, this is, is yeah. police we're work. We are relevant in the true crime groups now. <laughs> So and we're Pat Oswalt's wife. <laughs> oh God, she got murdered or died mysteriously mm. right yes. when she was going to find out who the Golden State Killer was, and they find they found him. Yeah, without oh, yeah. her help. Surprised they don't call Steph Curry the Golden State Killer. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So um, Lauren. So here's the the one thing where. It, I don't know if it's Keith being manipulative or like Lauren, whatever lying, but Lauren Salzman letter says that later says that Keith says that the confession is actually not good enough collateral uh, because it implicates him. Oh! <laughs> well, here's the thing about that. What's the other worst thing you've ever done? The one, what's the worst thing you've done without me being involved? <laughs> is that, isn't that like rule number five or whatever? And yeah. then the 12 points in next is like, you can confess anything you want as long as it doesn't lead back to me. <laughs> In fact, I encourage it. Yeah. <laughs> so he can't. He can't use that because he can't go to any. He can't publicize that. So uh, she can't. He can't blackmail her with that. So he demands nudes instead, and she submits. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's that like is a sixteen-year-old. That is such a steep drop-off. <laughs> It's like, I want you to, your most morbid, awful felony you've ever, oh no, I was in that, I, can I see your pussy? How about that? Ha ha ha, I've seen your butthole. Like, <laughs> no, she's going to do whatever I tell her she to do She does whatever now. I want, I've seen her butthole. Blech. Oh man. Me and her colon, and her colon surgeon <laughs> are the only two people. Yeah. So really, obviously, the master-slave thing is just a tool for funneling women to Keith. Um, the the master women, at, at a certain point, the penances get to the point where they make their slaves fuck Keith for penance. So, like, and, and those also sometimes they're, like, group sessions. And this guy didn't even have the balls to call these girls bottom bitches. This is bullshit. <laughs> well, no, this is, like, any step to any cult. He's like a pimp you. in denial. <laughs> Nothing worse than a pimp in denial. Yeah. Keith rationalizes it to his slaves and then his slaves to their slaves that sex is penance for being prideful uh, and abuse of sex is necessary because we're making new people and in order to build someone, (laughs) you must break them first. We are literally making new people. (laughs) I I love that part. It's like, uh, no, kinky sex is just my way of, of making you feel... Pentance this is how we for, make sure this is how we, I'm into it. This is how we make sure this is science. Uh, the best sperm gets to the egg first if we do it in pile driver. I heard that. I heard uh, that. That's exactly how that works. That's Especially how, if they're tied up. Yeah. 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 Ask, uh, ask the Germans. <laughs> they're great at. They're beautiful people. 
So speaking of Germans, actually, right now the cl- <laughs> the the harem is Claire and Sarah Bronfman, Allison Mack, Nancy Salzman, Lauren Salzman, Barbara Bushi, Kristen Keefe, Pamela Fritz, Karen Unterreiner. It's gonna change um, because really? that's a very white group, and uh, Keith wants something a little bit more exotic. Oh, Ooh. diversity! Diversity in wow. your cult. Yeah. He wants so to get that. Wh- he wants to put the ass in the in Nixon. So a white girl came in with a bunch of fruit on her head, and uh, he thought he, she was Puerto Rican. So yeah. So and uh, I I couldn't figure out exactly if it was two thousand one or two, uh, but and in two thousand one or two, he starts traveling to Mexico and setting up ESPN Nixium offices semi- uh, and seminars, and similarly to what he was doing here in the states, recruiting exclusively wealthy clientele. And he does really right. well in Mexico. Um, one lost puppy uh, who uh, starts taking Nixium seminars and loves it is Emiliano Salinas. Emiliano is the son of Carlos Salinas, the former president of Mexico and widely said to be the most hated and corrupt president in Mexican modern history. Wow. <laughs> oh, so, so Eric Trump. Right up his alley. <laughs> Eric Trump is what you're telling me. <laughs> It's yeah, uh, yeah, and <laughs> and the Bushes and the Kennedys. It's the fucking. We'll get there. So in 2005, a nationwide poll conducted found that 73 percent of the respondents had a negative image of uh, Carlos Salinas, the president. Only 73. <laughs> Shit. Nine percent had a positive. He was uh, president for six years. Uh, while and during that, Mexico saw a lot of economic improvement, pushed to the free market and privatization, privatization of business. And, and was also the most corrupt administration, and he and his family openly profited from the reforms and business deals that were supposed to help the Mexican economy. There it is! <laughs> at, mm. at one point, they were busted trying to withdraw $84 million from a frozen dummy Swiss bank account, or Finnish bank account. Um, they couldn't even afford a Swiss one. Come on, Finn? That's Finnish? Like, yeah. Really? <laughs> Don't they have like, the seed vault? They've got like weird folk metal and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One family, one family member was uh, convicted of. Uh, one family member was convicted of having someone murdered, uh, and then sentenced to fifty years in prison. But then an appeals court cut it to twenty-seven and years, and then a later appellate court just overturned the conviction entirely. Uh, no, uh, no, no harm, no foul. Also, they respect the hustle. Also, Emiliano's grandpa was a giant drug dealer, and that's how they got all of their money in the first place. Well, just like Mexican, yeah. just like the Bushes. Oh, and the, this, oh, and the dailies. <laughs> uh. <laughs> And um, every pretty much every politician's ever existed. Yeah. So, but they're, they're like the most corrupt family in Mexico. Um, Chicago <laughs> pride. And I respect uh, them. I respect that. So Emiliano, yeah, is the perfect person to uh, head up Keith's uh, Mexican. Uh, the South American ES- division. Yeah. Yes. Mexican. Yes. Capitalist cartel. And, uh, recruit sex slaves. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting on a gold mine. <laughs> Keith, what, what you don't understand is that all these women want to fuck. <laughs> They're going to have babies, but you don't have to claim them. So, Keith, uh, Emiliano is also uh, a part of Keith's master plan to control the world. He's, <laughs> oh, Keith, what? He's part of Keith's master plan to have his first friend with an interesting name. <laughs> all his other friends are named Steve, what about Dave, Karen? <laughs> Karen, Heather probably. Yeah, no, he needs an Emiliano. There's a few every, seasons. Every 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 cult needs an Emiliano. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, is this Andre, like- you're our Emiliano. <laughs> cool. Some so swarthy I, fella. So when when you guys go to jail, I get to cut all ties and just evade all prosecution. Well, I, I, I asked you about this earlier this week. You <laughs> yeah. said I I asked you when if shit goes down in America, what are you gonna do? And you're like, I'm just gonna fly to Chile. Yeah. Because I have property there. 
I mean, it now I just have a passport. <laughs> it worked for the Nazis. You know? <laughs> that was Argentina, Bob. Get your history yeah, right. They made it to Chile. No, they made it to Chile too. Yeah, of course they did. Why do you think Andre's tall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the neat mustache of a of a eugenicist. Mm, that is pretty neat for a South American yeah. Arabian. <laughs> the Bloom family did come from Frankfurt. Uh, <laughs> In a rush. <laughs> Yeah. So wait, he's gonna take over the world now? So yeah, I. Um, <laughs> this is what so, the fuck? Yeah, so Emiliano is already a counselor uh, by 2003 when that Forbes article comes out, um, and he says uh, ESP is like a practical master's program. Um, but really, it's Keith's. It's it's the extension of Keith wanting to take over the world through Nixium, and he's he wants to install powerful people at the heads of government in around the world and if those people are nixium followers then ultimately keith will control the entire world and have all of its sex slaves this is like an <laughs> avon representative decided <laughs> to become dr evil <laughs> no 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 this is like an avon representative uh, learning from what the cia did <laughs> and like going from like ah if we just put put a bunch of puppet governments in south america we can pretty much run any election okay, that we want okay we start with tupperware <laughs> we start with tupperware okay the end game lex luthor okay come on who's with me that's what he did he started with microwaves dude yeah like uh, he's like ah, a million microwaves kitchen appliances equal world power yeah well don't you he even said that specifically to tony now she was like if you're so smart why are you doing this and not saving the world and he was like by doing this this is how we save the world we have to get money first and then yes save the create world. a that's one the, world government he's not wrong <laughs> he's nobody's no broke dude has ever saved the world that's true and that's that's they no one listens them. to a broke person. person. Nobody listens to a broke dude. No one. Jesus. <laughs> that's why every That's why every one of our heroes was in defeat. That's true. Yeah, because you, know, you can't be a broke foot dude. Karl Marx. <laughs> Karl Marx he was broke. Super, dude, look at that guy's beard. That guy's in defeat. No, he's he's super he's broke. Su- mm, he didn't die broke. All right. Well, he so, didn't die broke. Also, he, he never he held power. Broke. He never held power. No, he never held anything. Lenin was in defeat. Oh yeah, he yeah. you could I mean yeah. nobody his bald face. His, come on. Oh man, that, that that that's just a face. on my head. That's a, that's a face with a lot of footprints on it. <laughs> that's a face that only a foot would love. <laughs> how do you, All right, so, how do you think Yeltsin got that that uh, the weird birthmark? Yeah, that's, that's why Stalin always had to wear the that hat. That was an athlete's foot. That was <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get athlete's foot in your eye? <laughs> it's a long story. Don't get to be started. Welcome to the Bohemian Grove foot party. <laughs> Bohemian Grove. That's the fucking, that's what I always forget about. All right. So uh, Emiliano is, uh, he quickly becomes the head of Mexico's, Mexico's uh, SOP Society of Protectors, that the, the men's order in Nixium. Ah, uh, the men. Um, so it's remember it's supposed to teach men accountability through intense physical boot camp sessions and all that (laughs) and uh, but it's essentially a group of men essentially tasked and a few masculine women (laughs) as guard dogs for Keith (laughs) (laughs) nowadays we call them studs (laughs) yeah this is what uh, they did in Libya right like he had the 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 guard that would always surround him that were like tough ass uh, broads yeah women yeah. I wonder if that's well, you know, maybe. I think that's where degenerate- that's not the last time we're going to talk about Libya today. We're just <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that weird? It's almost like I brought it up. Yeah, it's. Uh- <laughs> 
<laughs> so here's the the problem with all this is that Emiliano actually is the son of the most corrupt politician in Mexico, and he is one of his SOP guard dogs. And what's the worst that could happen is that actually Keith had that like pretty much a stated plan, and he is convinced that Emiliano with his father's political connections and drug connections can one day become the president of Mexico and they can rule Mexico under the rules of Nixium. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> this doesn't so, seem like a governmental system at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sell this stuff, fuck me, and I don't know, taxes will happen. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> So the supposed plan was to get Emmy into office in Mexico's next presidential election so that a top-ranking espion and Nexium devotee would have power on the world's political stage. His farlow Carlos would use his Machiavellian methods to ensure his son's election win, and then Keith would use Emmy as his puppet and rule Mexico. This sounds like Alex Jones talking about the Jews. No, no, this <laughs> is what happened in episode one. Remember when he, he recruited the boy? Like his That's his, right. his, yeah, his, his underling is yeah, the, his... the hunchback. Oh man! This is exactly yeah. he keeps he keeps like I told you in the first episode. When they do it young and they keep fucking doing it oh, over and over and over again. Oh, that's so fucked. That's a good, that's a good pickup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the, dude, this guy's this guy's been stealing. He's been sampling other people's conspiracies. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like what they say about the. Oh, we should try that thing that the Jews actually didn't do, but uh, <laughs> people are saying it, and it sounds like a good idea. <laughs> so, and that, yeah, it, this is all, like, probably not closer to reality than we think, because none of this is reality, but <laughs> ni none of the, the Nixium's members, Mexican membership, has been charged whatsoever, Emiliano, and, and, any, and they were, they were conducting business here in the States and stuff like that. The, these are really powerful people. Yes, uh, but Keith's goal is global, not just Mexico. And if you want to go global, the first rule is you got to throw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks. Um, you re-enter the kooky Bronfman sisters, the millionaire heiresses of the Seagram's fortune. They never really left. Um, they got started taking classes in 2001. And Keith at this point, um, or with Keith at this point, they're both high-ranking ESP members, despite having no qualifications other than money and horse jumping. Um, what, what qualifications do you really need for hey, to Mitt be Rom Mitt in charge Romney, of a cult? Mitt Romney got to run for president. I hey, mean, and he's pretty much a cult just, leader. That's just well, uh, no, no, he's a cult follower. That's the worst part. Right, his dad was he's the, a Mormon. His dad started like a cult in Mexico, right, and no, had like eight wives. Well, yeah, well, no, he was part of a cult in Mexico. And had, well, anyway. So <laughs> this is, I just wanted to give you this. This is one of the, my, the best. So this is uh, Claire Bronfen um, coming from a family where I have never had to earn anything before in my life. It was a very, very moving experience for me to be awarded this yellow sash. It, <laughs> you know, it really changed my life when I bought ramen for the first time when I was 40. Yeah, it was the first thing that I had earned on my merits. <laughs> how, how old was this bitch? She was in her mid-twenties at the time. This fucking... Oh, man. She, she's like, well... And then after all this... I'll bet she lives in Lincoln Park now. Lincoln Park... No, she, she has an island. Well... She... This is the Seagram's one. The yeah, heiress. no, they're still they they oh, blew, yeah, no, they blew been hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. and still have tons of money. So by 2010, they, nice. they have spent over a hundred million dollars backing Keith's uh, harebrained schemes. What they, yeah, the re remember the yellow set? That's like the highest one, right? Like you have to. 
donate like a hundred million dollars or something crazy yeah, amount. No, it was like blue. I think yeah, no, yellow was early on. Oh. It's the belt system. Oh, so they, yellow's early on. She later gets to green. Yeah. Green is the highest. But one. the first yeah, thing she ever money. earned. Yes, green is the highest one that normal people can get. And then it was like orange. Yeah, then it's then that's Keith's. It's very. Yeah, it's not very often that somebody who finally earns the first thing in their life. Where it, it, it makes their life worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, you would have been a better person if you just never achieved anything. <laughs> I earned this STD. The world would be better if you just kind of sat around and ate bonbons. Hey, be... Hitler earned that Medal of Honor. <laughs> Listen, Hitler earned everything he got. <laughs> All right. That, that man has a micro penis. He's a hero. So they're not just bankrolling the expansion of Nixium in Mexico and around the world. They've also, at this point, given uh, Keith $65 million to gamble with on the stock market because he's invented, he said he's invented some foolproof algorithms. Now I'm going to get to that at the end of the episode because I, I wanted to stay in overthrow the world land. Yeah, <laughs> well, if you have algorithms to predict the stock market, you're ruling the world. Right. And anyone listening f specifically for that? Stick till the end. Yes. And then you. subscribe to us on, on iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, yeah yes. the algorithm's on our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> so aside from bankrolling the Nixiemus growth, uh, the Bronfen sisters are also really involved with finding ways to use sex to further Nixiemus goals. Like when Keith wanted to get the Dalai Lama's endorsement, obviously, yes! a, <laughs> obviously a giant feather in the self-help cap. Um, He's totally into poop stuff. Just calling it. <laughs> <laughs> So in 2007, Keith wants to get the Dalai Lama over because if he has the Dalai Lama's endorsement, like that, that's a global, that's global reach. This is yeah. like 2008, and 2009? Is, so in 2007, he gets the idea. 2007, Dalai Lama was huge in 07. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Michelin star of a, bullshit cult This is things. right after Rage Against the Machine had done all those Tibetan Freedom right. concerts. Like they were riding, she was riding high. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he, because uh, we watched it earlier today. But then the coke and the whores. Ah, <laughs> every time. Yeah. So, so, so um, the, they, they, they first kind of, they get in touch with him. And uh, they they try to schedule a meeting, uh, or they try to schedule the Dalai Lama, honorable whatever the fuck you call him, um, to come speak at Nixium. And they schedule a trip, and but then the Dalai Lama gets a bunch of flack because Keith's passed as a pyramid scheme guy. Oh yeah, and passed. By, and passed. by definitely by not his presence. Yeah, yeah, and by now the <laughs> Forbes article has come out about him being potentially a cult leader, so he cancels it, uh, the trip, and. Uh, but there's a plan, right? So <laughs> because this Tibetan holy man can be bought. Yes. So Sarah Bronfen had, had met uh, the Dalai Lama's uh, second in command, the venerable Lama Tenzin Dondon. And uh, she fucks the shit out of him and bribes him with money and a house in Albany. And uh, Lama Tenzin arranges for Sarah and Claire Bronfman and Nancy <laughs> to meet with the Dalai Lama in India. <laughs> man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, so wait, this guy just gets fucked and then he gets a house and he gets some money and then like, what does the Dalai Lama go? Well, once they get there, they offer him a million dollars to, to, to do uh, the speaking engagement. Did he get the fuck or did he just smell the other guy's hand? I'm going to guess he, there was, he I came, don't, he came harder when he got the check. I, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know because he he does sever. We'll get there, but he does sever like any connection to them right. immediately after this. Oh. Yeah, once um, the check cleared. Yeah. <laughs> um, as a as a Taoist monk, I don't need material possessions, but that check doesn't hurt. Well, you know? yeah. I just thought it was Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks like him. For all his bullshitting, he's not bad at negotiating because they offer him a million. <laughs> Did you just say for all his bullshitting, he's not bad at negotiating? Like that's not no. The, well, exactly. they they offer him a million and he gets it up eventually to two million dollars <laughs> i'm a good negotiator i know how much this book deal is worth to you so, <laughs> trips back on the trips back on <laughs> i'm flying straight there with llama express <laughs> i've transcended my way to tibet <laughs> Well, you can't spread peace without a plane nowadays. Just in case you thought Catholics were the only ones doing indulgences. (laughs) Nah, Buddhists are into that, too. (laughs) So on Sunday, April 9th or May 6th, 2009, I could not. There's conflicting, again, truth. Truth. What is it? But in two... In some 2000. In spring of 2009, the Dalai Lama does indeed visit Albany, uh, fucking New York, and and speaks at an ESP seminar, and I've got... (laughs) The world's only recorded flight from Tibet to (laughs) Albany. (laughs) So I got... I got audio and just to set it up. Did he go up. to a Buffalo Bills game, right? <laughs> Did he immolate That's where he him? got the hat. He like immolated him. <laughs> yeah. He immolated himself and then jumped through a table. Talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, that's actually. that. Yeah, that would make you. Going to Buffalo would make you want to self-immolate. Like yes. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. Um, Do they have casinos in Buffalo? Don't know. He nobody's did have that, a, nobody's I, that lucky. I'm just saying that he did have that blackjack hat. No, yeah, 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 yeah. For those of you who never saw the video, there's a video of him uh, with a not his his monk robes and a visor. Yeah, like a blackjack dealer, but the visor was the exact shade of burgundy red. Hey, play is gonna play. What are you gonna do? He's the yeah. He he looks like he's the blackjack dealer at the Shaolin Temple or something. It's fucking ridiculous. Well, we actually I can't have a believe clip it. of it. Holy yeah, shit! So I have, I have a clip of this and just. To set it up a little bit, so he talks for what forty something minutes, Jeez. and then he go he does a Q and A, and then the fun part starts. And <laughs> the very first question in the Q and A is a doozy, and so is his answer. I, I'm going to say bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, you. Wish you could leave no, right now. Some questions. Strap in, kids. This is a doozy. Yeah, right off the top. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now some questions. Some questions. There seems to be a lot of confusion about your visit here. <laughs> oh, is uh, Why did so many news sources and even your own New York office said that your visit was canceled? Oh. Fake news. Audience. Fake news. Firstly, <laughs> I received invitation. Then, in principle, I accepted. Principle. Then I received some varsity uh, request. I do, I should go. Should not go there because it is controversial. Uh, some allegations. Oh. There's some. Then, it's some? like 30 years of allegations. There's 25 attorney generals. 
further investigation. <laughs> He's a then finally, uh, including this organization's sort of teacher and his some friend, came to see me. Don't Well, they came here. And I discussed. I observed. Uh, basically, they are carrying some some kind of movement about ethics. A movement about ethics. Some, then, a bowel movement. as I mentioned earlier, it is my moral responsibility. Oh, is it? To support any movement. I don't know about any. By any person <laughs> who carry, who are working for ethics. I got a list of some ethics people, and they're ethics. not great. Because of the today's world, many problems essentially our own creation. You're creating one right now. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody wants more problems. Yeah, but this due exactly to like Trump. lack of ethics, well, it sounds like lack of principle. Yeah. This unwanted man-made problem happened. That's what you're speaking to is that man-made problem. Yeah, whether politician, <laughs> whether businessman, whether religious person, whether anyone. Moral principle is very essential, like a big bomb. Really? So therefore, I feel, I feel it is my moral responsibility. But at the same time, uh, these allegations. Wait a minute, here's the one. So when I met them personally, he just left turns. He's like, no, I don't go down that road. <laughs> friendly, very openly. To be fair, this is a guy who got his. As far as your sort of this is a guy work who got his promotion of ethics, I fully support. It's my moral responsibility. Positive. But at the same time, those allegations you must make very clear. If you have, if you've done something wrong, you must accept, you must admit, and change, make a correction. If you've not oh done it, make clear all these allegations, truthfully, honestly, openly. I feel like he's speaking, talking directly at Keith. <laughs> then <laughs> some media. He's pointing at him. Oh, no, he said I that, and then he stops media his thoughts. The media people should have long nose as long as because they are the Jews. Like, this is ridiculous. Okay, okay, th this is the kind of speech. Do you know how they pick the Dalai Lama? Do you know how they decide who the Dalai Lama is? Are the you familiar? The boy in the in the in the group, right? No, that's Catholicism. Oh, uh, stop. No, what it is is they they think it's like some child, and then they put three toys in front of the motherfucker. One of which oh, it was owned by the last Dalai Lama, right? And then uh, to try to test, they're very scientific. Uh, they try to test if they are really the reincarnation of the last Lama by the baby being like, I like that toy. And it's like, oh, certainly he is the reincarnation. So the that's how that guy, that's how that guy got his station. So he yeah. just really liked Transformers. When yeah, he, he, <laughs> yeah, he was like, man, I like Transformers. That's Optimus Prime. And now I'm a, I, I'm a head of state. Thank God Tibet doesn't have a state is all I'm saying. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad they're. A, I'm glad they're He's a land without a people without a land. I'm yeah. telling you, the Dalai Lama is basically Kim Jong Un with better PR. That's all it is. <laughs> it's everything is a cult. Is is what I have deduced now. This from is this. incredible. Every, everything Nike brands. Everything is a cult. Nike and Reebok, those are cults. At the least, Dalai Lama is a least, cult. At least everything, everything is a cult. Dude, <laughs> at least there's a vote for Pope. <laughs> well, at least he's, he's there's a there's a it looks like a vote. He's chosen That's by the just people. Another orgy. He's just he's just <laughs> whoever comes last. Look, is the it's it's just a big game of spin the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> at least at least there's a people's vote for who's going to defend the biggest pedophiles in the world all right this shit is like of course you don't fuck kids you haven't earned it like you're just a baby that picked the right toy yeah, fuck out of here i don't get it's just like so much circular logic and like double talk with that fucking quote we need to help china yeah, get into was... tibet <laughs> well it's just he can't say well they gave me two million dollars and someone showed me their butthole like <laughs> yeah he's, that would be far too quick for him yeah because <laughs> you could tell he started he was like those allegations uh they're nice people <laughs> no he didn't even say that. It's like those allegations so morality. Uh, <laughs> they were ethics. Well, of course. And I have a moral obligation to, eth to ethics, ethics. I have Anyone seen, that's ethical. I have seen enough bad open mic comedy sets where they're running the light, but they really want to make a point, but then Come they on. stop halfway through, but they think the next one will be quick. Come on. This, this, this one will get them. Oh, my God. So uh, during the trip, though, the llama must have sniffed out some weirdness between... Uh, Tenzin and and some of the ladies uh, because he skips out on all of the post-event commitments and stuff leaves Albany immediately and Who suspends wouldn't? suspends that Tenzin guy for two years um, he's supposed he fired to, his agent yeah <laughs> he's supposed to be chased and apparently how dare, how dare you put me on this garbage hell room <laughs> Albany really I should be yeah. doing the comedy cellar <laughs> Yeah, I can see. I can see him uh, shaking Tenzin's hand. He's like, "Oh, this is is that skanky pussy I smell, <laughs> sir? Yeah. You're a man of honor. He's supposed like to be me. chased. Yeah, and uh, they've gotten really comfortable fucking. Apparently, I, I and, can only and imagine. just like out in the open in jacuzzis and stuff like that. Out Jeez. in the, the Nixie and Pecan yeah, just pound, just so. throwing around fucking not IUDs. What do you call those things? IEDs. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> So I'm going to skip ahead a few years to stay again and take over the world land for just for one more bit uh, because it's related. related. Uh, Sarah's boring pussy and Keith's fuck brain are not done messing with people's <laughs> lives yet <laughs> on an international scale. By the way, that's um, the title of the episode. <laughs> Bob's right. Keith's fuck um, brain. So a few like a few years after the Dalai Lama thing in, 12, in 2012, Sarah, uh, the, the Jewish liquor heiress, meets Baz, Bazit. Igtet, a Muslim Libyan playboy shitfuck kind of businessman. Star-crossed lovers. Yeah, he. but similarly to Sarah, he's more of a putz and wouldn't be anything without his dad. Um, he, ah, he, just like the Mexican guy. Yeah, he doesn't actually have any access to nearly as much money as oh. he says he does, um, and he grossly exaggerates this, but Sarah doesn't find out until uh, after they're married. Um, <laughs> Bomber. Yeah, Igtet's father. You have to love him. <laughs> Joke's on you. Yeah. 
That's a good. That's a good scheme. But uh, Igtet's father report, reportedly <laughs> time. Uh, embezzled millions of Libyan money um, and was put in jail where he died under the Gaddafi regi- regime. So most most of that money disappeared. Um, when Sarah finds out, she's very disappointed in Bazit and. He needs thinks he needs personal improvement coaching from Keith to make something of himself. <laughs> oh no, that's how you know he's fucked. And Keith Jeez. has just the task for him: lead a coup to th- overthrow the Libyan government. Hey, we got there. <laughs> Were you expecting that, Bob? Hey, you know what? It's look, it's second and short. You can take a shot. You'll be fine. Yeah, he's just like, well, maybe we could do this now. And by the way, if you're listening to this and you just came here from the HBO series, thank you, because that HBO series is called The Vow, and it just follows the women. Yeah. It's like all these- They're missing, all these, the, whole jo- they're, they're missing the whole joke. Exactly. All these women are fucking evil, but- <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's bad. And they try to make them sympathetic characters. Yeah. Like, we're just, we're just downtrodden yeah. victims. It's like, no, you this were the fucking aggressors. This is just a fight between, like, Lex Luthor and, uh, and the guy- and the. And one, and Supergirl, no, 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 like like the bad guy from uh, Hot Harry Potter. Oh, Voldemort. That's the one. Voldemort versus Lex Luthor. Whoever loses, everybody kind of wins. <laughs> so th- was it successful? <laughs> <laughs> so in 2017, Bazit returns to Livia for his big defining moment. The country is in turmoil. Their second civil war is still going on. It started in 2014. He has had three years to plan. And hundreds, and Sarah's hundreds of millions of dollars to finance his plan. This is the prologue to a sci-fi novel. (laughs) His plan is to organize a rally of tens of thousands of people and then with an impassioned speech, get the crowd to rise up and riot with the bands of guerrilla groups slash terrorist groups that he is also aligned with and take over the government. That's a beer hall putsch and also also everything Donald Trump has ever done. (laughs) So the problem... Oh, see, see, this is the big issue. To oh, start, wait, the problem hadn't happened yet. Right. No, yeah, not the, yet. The, this is all the, the plan that was going to succeed. This is a great idea. Yeah. So I had a time, like, it. he didn't get a lot of traction in Libya because people rightly assumed that he was kind of associating with really fringe terrorist groups as just kind of anyone that had a gun to help him with the coup. Remember when that was a detractor? Yeah, and they were like, (laughs) we don't want, if we're going to overthrow our country, we don't want to just give power to the fucking terrorists. We want a better situation. People used to think this. So only about 700 people show up for this what? It's giant to be 10, rally, but they're delayed in gathering because over a thousand counter protesters had already shown up and were armed and the government security forces of the government that they were trying to overthrow had to protect the the Bazits. This fucking- is how you this is how you get Confederate statues taken down. <laughs> this is how you show up strapped. Okay, Black Lives Matter. So do black guns. Show up strapped. Say, make Wayne Lapierre defend you. I just I did think that this was a very funny microcosm of what's this going is on going on right now in America. History. We always do history repeated itself. We just didn't know how frequently. And that we're Libya. Yeah. No. I, okay, I, I get. Some of the, us have already known that. Oh yeah, that's uh, so. 
<laughs> Excuse We're me. like if Libya did terrorism. Yeah. So Bazit still does his speech, but it doesn't do any. It doesn't do anything. Everyone's dude terrified. Just, dude just bombed. He leaves immediately. He leaves on a jet within an hour. Well, I bet he leaves. Which is good because two hours after the rally, his security advisor Bashir Guerrera is gunned down in front of his house. Mm. So good work, Bazit. All these people just fucking fuck shit up and bail and pay for nothing. This is like the the scumbag. This is like if Gordon Gecko like. Led the Bay of Pigs invasion. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like greed is good, and I'm sure the people will be on our side. Yeah, come on. Like, we got a good message here. There's going like to be being, a ton of people that like show up. It's like being at an open mic and somebody says the N word. Like, Ooh. it's just like, oh, you didn't have the support you thought you did. Could you imagine pitching Nixium like self improvement shit to a group? Of, terror, of of like Middle revolutionary yeah. revolutionary Middle Easterners that like, makes perfect a, sense because it's happened in reverse. Yeah, the seventy two virgins. Well, no, not even that. Just the the, the Reagan administration and uh, arming the Mujahideen. Yeah. In in Afghanistan, a bunch of Muslim fundamentalists got the most just disgusting capitalist dipshits of all time to be like. This will make you money, and then they they gave them grenades. All you gotta do, all you gotta do, is to make a ton of money. Is to take these guns that we're gonna give you and fight Russia. <laughs> <laughs> and it I'm worked. sure that this will it works. And I'm sure that this will not blow back or kick us in the ass in any point. Look, we love towers. In hang America. on a minute. <laughs> I, don't, I will gladly give. They would have gladly given up two towers. To be like, yeah, the, the, and and the uh, USSR isn't a thing anymore. Like yeah. they, at that time, they, they it was mission accomplished. They just inherited the whirlwind. Little did the Middle East know that they aren't just going to give up two towers; they're giving up all their towers. All of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a no-fly zone now. Look at Syria. It yeah. used to have buildings. <laughs> that was just a desert. Now yeah. it just has human interest stories that are very <laughs> depressing. <laughs> Yeah, just a bunch of Vice news. Yeah, yeah. the only people that'll go <laughs> in there is Vice. Yeah, they're like, look, you guys could give us DMT though, right? <laughs> you have good I'm, heroin. I'm yes, we don't have a government. We do can it. get you whatever the fuck you want. Just help us get rid of this fucking civil war. I microdosed Molly for three months and went to Aleppo. <laughs> I started a rave in rubble. We're at the beautiful beaches of Syria, watching the black stones slide. In. That's crazy. They're like long black stones. They're just oh, those are body bags. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I want to get back to the original timeline. Back to that. Back to the late two thousand. Sure. I had to do. Yes, the I whole had, taking had, over <laughs> the world thing, which failed. I, I don't know if you got that, Bob. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I got the idea. I love how ineffective Keith is at. Like all like and how he still manages to maintain in other people's eyes this view of success when everything he does fails. Again, <laughs> I can't tell you enough how unbelievable that feels four and a half years ago. Yeah. Four and a half years ago, I'd have been like, this is ridiculous. And now I'm like, how didn't he win? Yeah. <laughs> confidence, so, confidence. I tell you. So it's the late 2000s. Uh, Allison Max uh, is w nose deep in Keith's assholes, and he is going off the rails. Um, he uh, is starting to expand now on who he, it, like, 
the little subgroups that he's doing. Yeah, the little infighting or the in-groups yeah, inside so Nixon. Keith, Keith likes uh, Asian chicks. Uh, he establishes one Asian. It is a, <laughs> just the one. It is it is a female only Asian only uh, group with a special curriculum. It's called the we- the Weezer fan club. <laughs> no, it's the waifu fan club. <laughs> It's a special curriculum that Keith tailored to what he characterized as women raised with more masculine values than Western women. That's uh, what it's called? It's called One Asian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy, he, he's, a, he's like Bob said, he's a failure after a failure after a failure. But man, this motherfucker can name stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Vanguard and now the One Asian, the... <laughs> The, what was it? The wa the wasi the, the ten 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 c Janus Jane. Jan- oh yeah, no, there was ten c. Also, yeah, also for, for a guy for a guy trying to become a James Bond supervillain <laughs> to actually name something Janus. <laughs> it's like my Janus Marines. I mean, what? Uh, Moonraker. What? That's fucking. That's where he got it. That has to be where he that got it. Nothing, be where he, nothing got it. he does is original. I was because I've been racking my brain with some of these things because they all have like ESP is an obvious thing. Yeah. All of these things have obvious connections to other shit. It's dog whistles, man. Thank you. It was fucking Moonraker. And I think Ten C is something too. Yes, I it, think I, I've heard that before. It's um, wasn't it like he didn't even name it after a good Bond movie? I th- no, I, th- <laughs> I think it's that like was a, a shit Bond movie. Isn't Tencent is like an Asian company? That's what I'm thinking of. But yeah, the, I think that was established after. Oh, okay. The, or I don't know when. Who the fuck? It's not it even. It doesn't matter. But th- this we so know So he for just sure. has one Asian? No, no, no. It has hundreds. <laughs> oh! Donate money to but us so we can get a fact checker in real time. Together you are one Asian. Um, <laughs> uh, we are one Asian. Which doesn't help stereotypes, Keith. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, that's a big hive mind uh, trope right yeah, but there. but it worked though. Yes. So this is for uh, for Asian women because they're the, and it's it has to be different from uh, DOS because Asian women are, uh, according to Keith, raised with more masculine values than Western women. And according to him, uh, this combination of female genetics and masculine attributes, such as discipline and self-denial, made them virtually perfect humans. We're getting into eugenics. We're getting into eugenics. Yay! (laughs) I think he also didn't want to call it uh, after DOS because Asians can't pronounce Latin. (laughs) <laughs> that's true that's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of crazy well, shit you know what because and that's yes doom. the, the re, his reasoning to them his pitch to these women is that they, <laughs> they need masculine. special adjustments to the esp curriculum so, to maximize the benefit <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. is this just gonna devolve into a call center or something just like um, it would evolve into it at this point. Um, so yeah, he and others working under his direction recruited several women as leaders, including, so we didn't get her name, it was Jane Doe 28 and one That's of That's because I couldn't <laughs> pronounce it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it what it is. I'm not saying it's right. That's fucked up. But it's just like yeah. we could, it might be in there and Andre might be like, I'm not fucking with that name. Yeah. No, you're, you're probably right. Cause that's what happened during the, the uh, world war two, like when they're doing the war crimes or whatever. Oh yeah. Th- that's why they never caught the Japanese guys. Because <laughs> they're, they're just they're like, like uh, the white guys are just like, man, all I these guys look, look the same. Look, look, if I said this name on record, I would embarrass myself. So uh, that guy doesn't get to be the Japanese Dr. Mengele. That's yeah. uh, how that's working. Just kill him. <laughs> <laughs> so um 
So Ranieri uh, recruited Asian women from all over the world and uh, promised them <laughs> uh, with promises to create a new company, with, like a create companies under Nixium and be their mentor. And uh, over 100 women agreed to it. And so I think you actually may have been right. It may have been a call center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, here's the elephant in the room that we need to address. It is... 100 Asians. Alien <laughs> Nazi spirits. Awesome. <laughs> okay, now we're... Right? Obviously. Listen, guys, if, uh, if you dropped acid at the beginning of this episode, that's not just you. It's kicking. <laughs> so he's just stealing everything from, from everything fucking Scientology. Scientology. Everything is Do Scientology. Do they fall in the volcanoes just like Scientology? So I don't know exactly... Are they on B fifty two? They no. So they are spirits. I don't know. They're, they're uh, yeah. They are reincarnated Nazis. So I don't know exactly. I couldn't figure out exactly. Who isn't really? Why that's the thing is we don't it's have like all of... the information on this. We just know that they were. Okay. <laughs> I get the feeling that Nazis didn't achieve uh, uh, moksha or no, whatever you call it. Yeah. You get... Well, why Nazis? I figured it out. Is it because it's one of Keith's tools of manipulation. Because uh, especially a lot of uh, the women in, in his harem are Jewish, and he uses oh, it as this thing? weird guilt permanent oh my guilt God. permanent sin thing yeah so that makes sense okay that tracks <laughs> with him too you know like he <laughs> well, like remember with the uh, with the women remember like he would always like guilt constantly guilting them about the thing that yeah they well, well yeah oh yeah that. like hilariously yes yes, yes. <laughs> remember when you you I had remember, constipation when we first met remember, remember that time remember you, you can remember that time you sharted on the bus remember remember now i gotta fuck this guy like that's that's, that's every logic. time you come into my car i don't know if you're gonna shart you did shart on that bus that you one time on that bus that one time every time and he gave <laughs> and he had given her laxatives or something yeah. <laughs> here you want some chocolate milk <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. He's an unfunny Dennis from uh, It's Always Sunny. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that I haven't mentioned yet about Keith is that he's a Holocaust denier. Um. You know, of all the surprising things I've heard about him, this ain't one of them. Yeah. So uh, according to Keith, there were uh, no gas chambers in Auschwitz or in any German concentration camp. The, way, the way this guy cooks his books, though, you can bet he can erase six million of anything. I can definitely see oh, that. Oh, yeah. He just invested in the stock market. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some, no, no, no. Those Jews are still around. Magic formula we just did a, a slush fund yeah ranieri admits that there were scattered killings but that most who died at auschwitz died of natural causes the death of <laughs> and by natural he means god wanted him to yeah. yes because the death of uh, some jews was due to typhus plague during the war and famine toward the end of the war caused by the defeat of the germans and america's ongoing cruelty to germans um <laughs> He would tell members of his harem that they were reincarnated Nazis and that they had bad karma and had to purge themselves of it. And they purged themselves how do you through it. How do you of it, but how do you, through sex. How are you a Holocaust denier and guilt trip Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> That's insane to me. The I, look of ex just fucking utter bewilderment on Mike's face right you, now. You said the the, um, the, um, the 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 poor treatment of Americans like how we Americans were treating Nazis poorly yes that's what and he that's, said and that's wow. what God was mad at <laughs> and then he punished the Jews for it I hope this guy's gonna be in prison for like the next 50 years he's oh, gonna yeah. be in Congress are you kidding me he's yeah he's probably gonna get out You're no no right. yeah no he's basically Steve King from Iowa oh yeah if yeah Trump that gets fucking... reelected he's gonna just pardon him yeah yeah, yeah. Keith did <laughs> nothing wrong he was a great businessman 
man. I just invested in the CBI. <laughs> oh, now I'm not the president anymore, hot, somehow. So even though... So Barbara Bushy actually... Uh, one of his girlfriends thinks that Keith himself thought that he was a reincarnation of Hitler. Mm. But he tells Nancy, he has convinced Nancy Salzman that she is the reincarnation of Hitler and would also tell other members of Nixium that she was a reincarnation of Hitler. He told ex-girlfriend slash harem member slash victim Tony or whatever, uh, Tony Natalie. Ava Braun. Ava Braun. She was the reincarnation of Hermann Goering. Close. The the head of the German military under Hitler. He said Pretty much Ava Braun. Oh, the the Luftwaffe. We're going to get there. There's a really funny one. Uh, He said, yeah, this is all funny. Uh, (laughs) This has been funny for a minute. This is pretty great. He said Bushi was Reinhard Heydrich in her past life, and he (laughs) he personally uh, ordered the uh, uh, execution of 1.3 million Jews during the Chekhov well, rising. Well, not according to Anybody Keith, Anybody can order it, but did he put in the word? See, yeah. d- did he file the paperwork correctly in the German he military at the time? He didn't even shovel the coal in or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking loser. Yeah. Ivy Navarez, uh, one of the uh, the harem members from Mexico, um, she uh, was supposed to be uh, Brunhild Pomsel. Uh, she's <laughs> a jo- wicked witch. She's uh, Joseph Goebbels' uh, secretary. Oh, <laughs> I guess have to write that shit down. Jesus That's just Christ. her purgatory. She's like, I'll bet she lived a better life as this chick. Just like I have to listen to this prick. Yeah. Well, I get it. Like, in, remember in the '90s that there was like all those jo- fucking Hitler Nazi books, I don't like think the Ghost understand. of the Third Reich. Jo- and sh- Joseph Ger- Joseph Goebbels was ironically the Ben Shapiro of <laughs> of Nazi Germany. <laughs> he was just this needle nose shithead. He's like, like I guarantee you, Joseph Goebbels would be like, "Vetas pussy, vetas pussy, vetas p-word." Like, <laughs> he, oh fuck that guy. Yeah. So the uh, Pam Kafritz, one of the original harem members, he uh, was Hitler's was maid. also named Pam Kafritz. <laughs> <laughs> she was a, she was a secretary well, of she Adolf was a, Hitler. She was a mistress to, to fucking Goering. Maybe that's sh- why, because she was just given an obscure low-level Nazi whose name was not passed down <laughs> through history. <laughs> so I don't know if he's telling her that she is worthless or if he's sparing her. No, no, he's <laughs> saying, yeah, that was your name. Yeah. Uh, you haven't even changed names. And you were a uh, Colonel Clink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Andre uh, didn't watch that when he was growing up, I guess. The uh, Hogan's no. Heroes. Hogan's Heroes. You know, back when they made Nazis hilarious. It's like <laughs> I am a Nazi. What are you doing? Remember when Nazis were hilarious? That well, that was, was probably funny. when my grandfather was living with me, and he probably didn't have too much of a sense of humor of them picking fun at. Well, he's yeah. been hanging he out was with old Nazi. Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> he was himself a Nazi. We yes, lived he was in briefly the mount- a Nazi. <laughs> I lived in the I lived in the mountains with the master race <laughs> <laughs> for five years. So I got a couple it was more. Pretty neat. Uh, Venezuelan uh, multi-millionaire Alejandro Betancourt was uh, identified Betancourt? as... Betancourt? Yes, Betancourt. Oh, there's a lot of Europeans in, in, in Named South America. Named Alejandro. Well, he, was, he was identified as Benito Mussolini. Um, uh, well, interesting, <laughs> because he's the only one that could actually be a Nazi. <laughs> or also, a yeah, lineage that, of Nazi. Yeah, that's, that's he probably... Well, uh, how do you go from a cool last name like Mussolini to... Betancourt. Betancourt. Oh, you want Betancourt if you're in South America. Actually, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, you're so, seen uh, as higher. You're seeing him as an actual superior race. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not he, half Moorish Mongols. 
So, and... <laughs> that jersey's getting to your head. I, man, I These Mongols. These human hybrids. I've got full Mount Greenwood. <laughs> so, Emiliano Salinas, remember him? The oh, son yeah. of the Mexican president? How can I forget? The hot pool boy. He was Carla Patachi, Mussolini's lover. Wow, that's because, a hell of a thing to tell a guy. Hey, your previous life uh, hey, uh, sucked you, a lot of dick, dude. Well, you used to fuck me, bro. He and Alejandro are, are kind of they're gay together. So, oh, oh, well, that's I guess it fitting, just plays in his so to speak, fa- yeah. fan fiction or whatever he's making <laughs> that, up. That's here. fitting as long as you spit on it first. <laughs> you think that Keith was writing all this down while he was like laying on his bed dude, and this, he had like yeah, his leagues? Like this is all like Keith with like Keith Ranieri's time traveling fascist gay porn fan fiction. <laughs> That's exactly. I'm Hitler. I'm oh. Hitler, and you two twirling his hair. You used to fuck, but now you're guys. Now you're guys. <laughs> just fuck. You're just gay already, right? It all works out. <laughs> you're Mussolini. I call it Janus. <laughs> J Anus. Get it? Well, that, made, that also makes hell. sense because if they're reincarnated Nazis, then you can convince them to do bad shit because it's like, well, you've done this already, dude. You've killed <laughs> six million Jews. What, what are like, you going to do? Fuck each this other part? against the will of God. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> this is why we get tornadoes in the Midwest because of gays. Well, Bob, remember that time that you were drunk and you told me that you were gay? See, oh. this kind of works out. Listen, I, I didn't think you understood me because my mouth was full. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not that good. <laughs> yeah, but then I gagged and you're like, I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm like, Daddy, my butt doesn't have a gag reflex. <laughs> and I farted on you. <laughs> All right, so speaking of Barbara Bushy, we're going to uh, end up wrapping up uh, with her, with good old Reinhard Heydrich herself. We don't herself. wrap up here. Um, so Barb, <laughs> Barb uh, quote, dated Keith from uh, 2000, uh, 2009, and actually thought that they were in a monogamous relationship for about a year. But it turns out he was just jerking off, and she was cradling him like a baby after he came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does the whole, we were meant to be together and change the world, and we're going to have yeah. a child that's going to mm-hmm. be the second coming of whatever, yeah, and also him, yeah. give me collateral thing. Um, he does that with her, and it works. They start dating, and soon enough, he starts hitting her up for money to invest in the stock market. <laughs> Man after my own heart. Uh, he that is a up- Bob Keen move. <laughs> <laughs> Take another drink. He, uh, Not he ends- you. He ends up losing every penny and wiping out her $1.5 million savings account. Oh, my God. Uh, And as a result, she's totally trapped, and uh, Keith gets rid of any pretense of monogamy at that point. She finds (laughs) out about the harem. Look, Um, if you run a sex cult and the chick is broke, she doesn't, like, monogamy is not part of the thing. (laughs) She's like, but who am I going to fuck for money? Like, babe, come on. Don't you love me? I have a group, DOS. So oh, shit. Keith convinced me that we should each invest $25,000 in commodities to test out his mathematical formula. Keith then asked Bart to borrow his $25,000 from me. <laughs> telling me that he was confident... <laughs> telling me that he was confident that it would be earned back quickly or ESP would pay me. Oh, he's super confident. <laughs> he guaranteed me that all I could lose was my twenty my $25,000 principal. <laughs> well, I gave up 50. That turned out to be a lie. No shit. At first, he made he made money. The investment grew to one hundred fifty thousand dollars over the next six weeks. Then, suddenly, Keith came to me and told me he needed six hundred thousand dollars for a margin call, (laughs) claiming he didn't know commodities could incur losses. Oh my god! 
god. <laughs> Baby, quick. I know you just fucked me the first time, but if you don't give me anal, I'm going to get smacked upside the head by somebody. <laughs> that that turned out to be another line. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I was shocked and horrified. I told him to close the account, but Keith said, but Keith said he couldn't. That was a lie. <laughs> he said he could lengthen maturities to reduce risk. That was a lie. This is the, the best Maury episode of all time. <laughs> well, we have your financial statement right here, and it uh, turns out that uh, you're broke. You're just broke now. You have no money. You got nothing. <laughs> Oh Jesus. my God! So that is that is one hundred percent a Bob move. You did this. Yeah, don't <laughs> believe everything a white male that's speaking slowly and confidently says to you, <laughs> unless you're trying. Unless I'm trying to date you, in which case. Remember rule number one, Bob. There are no victims. So <laughs> yep. yep. So that all that this money is happening to all the worst people, <laughs> and I'm here for it. Look, you're just you're meant to learn how to deal without having that money. You didn't have that money before. You can, you will um, be I'm able to saying, take that money. I'm just yeah. saying that R. Kelly, <laughs> that R. Kelly. You didn't ha- have to give it to me. R. Kelly has a sex cult. <laughs> R. Kelly has a sex cult. You're where the he, one that gave it to me. Where he robs you of your, R. Kelly has a sex cult that robs you of your dignity. But once, if you can get out of it, you're not fucked for the rest of your life financially. Right. In fact, you could probably write an autobiography and make good coin. Yeah, you probably make $1.5 million. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you, you <laughs> That's have, what all these women no, are doing. I'm, I'm not saying it's worth it. I'm not saying it's worth it, but the shit Ranieri does, because they still fuck some eight ways from Sunday yeah. badly. And almost certainly. There's no way he's pushing good pipe, right? I just don't understand these women. Like, they have to know that... They, they hear these stories. They're all working at DOS. They're all enslaved, and they talk to each other. So I can see her being like, ah, that woman. Yeah, Keith totally fucked her out of everything and left her for an idiot. I <laughs> that's not going to happen to me. Uh, well, yeah, because exactly. yeah, that never it's like, happens, happen to me. She is, she Nobody is ever like does a, that. She is like a stock dealer, and she knows she sets up Keith with the commodities, the kind of a shady commodities broker to begin with. She, so, like, again... She trades commodities everyone. and then invests in a fucked commodity in <laughs> Keith Ranieri. But there's always some upside. So, yeah, and that's also, that's sort of the same way, just because they have way deeper... Po- so, he only spends $1.5 million of her dollars because she only has $1.5 million. He spends $65 million of the Bronfman's money doing the exact same thing, um, <laughs> which, which we will get to. If only I had the balls of this guy. $65 million. Bob. That's how many years ago Tyrannosaurus was around. <laughs> Okay, that's how many dollars that is. That's a dollar for every that's year so you many. couldn't see a Tyrannosaurus Rex. God, Keith Rainier is like the asteroid that killed the fucking dinosaurs. Yes, <laughs> he, he is. So here's so, and this is this also goes to show one of Keith's favorite methods of kind of getting like sucking people in is is like their life. Either he fucks their life or their life is fucked, and then yeah, like you, you're, they're you're sort of extra fucks it. Yeah. Um. One of one of the methods is uh his favorite methods is mystical energy terror. Ah. Um, <laughs> that wait a minute, wait a minute. That's a that's a spell mm-hmm. in like Magic the Gathering well, or something. So it, I think you're right. It doesn't have like an an uh, like that an costs a, four mana. <laughs> <laughs> so um. Essentially, if people are having bad thoughts about Keith, those thoughts, he says those thoughts manifest themselves within him and he gets very 
ill and gets stomach aches and can't get up out of bed. <laughs> and so that, that they just have to just how are deal you with be, it. How are you going to be the so fucking that, messiah, <laughs> but you get sick when people don't like you? That, that seems odd. Yeah. So this only works so long. Uh, and in 2009, Barb it gets works for a while. fed up. Yeah, nine years. What the uh, fuck? See, uh, by 2009, Keith is friends with the Bronfmans. Nixium has international offices. They're making $3 million a year. He has to somehow be able to pay her back. He says the usual thing. I don't have any money. All my money goes back to the company. Right. Plus, you make good money. So... You like you really you don't really need so it right rocks. now, and <laughs> and Nixium will pay you back eventually, anyways. So just be patient. <laughs> so what have we learned? <laughs> so thankfully for Barb, nothing, nothing, no, no one learned anything. From yeah, me. I still get paid at the end of comedy shows. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like an idiot. Um. So the last straw, and thankfully for Barb, is that. She hears allegations that there's of physical and sexual abuse towards uh, Nixium members that are in the DOS program. And she confronts Keith, and Keith tries to uh, weasel his way out of it. Of leadership. Okay. You know, the experience of preserving people's lives with what you say. And the truth of the matter is, if well, it affects me. Yes, I do. No, you don't, because <laughs> the before this was consumers byline, and that, in my understanding, fell apart within a few years. Do or it was get on the downhill after a couple of years when you got sued or whatever it was. What do you do? Uh, well, here's the thing. I've been shot at because of my beliefs. Uh -oh. I've had to make choices. Should I have bodyguards? Should I have them armed or not? But also, um, I've had people killed Wait a because minute. of my beliefs and because of their beliefs. What was that? And because Wait of things that I've said. Mm -hmm. And I'm mindful of that. Just like Keith. Wait, I feel like you you buried the lead there, Keith. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're Jeez. telling me. Now, I was going to try to do a bit where I replayed the I've yeah, had people I killed get, again. Yeah, well, uh, we can do it in post. I've yeah. had people yeah. killed. I mean, uh, leave this part in, and then we do it in post. We yeah. just play it a bunch. We'll, we'll even leave this part in. Keith Ranieri, guy who can, can get you a good deal on a toaster, has had people killed. I've had people killed. He's like the my pillow guy, but like a mafioso. I've had people killed. So, yeah, after this meeting... Um, which is, is called the Nixium Nine. There's uh, nine members um, that overall kind of leave. Two of them directly confront Keith. Um, she, uh, Barbara leaves Nixium with a couple of the members, and the SOP and the harem uh, harass the shit out of her. Nixium sues her repeatedly, alleging that she's leaking confidential in information to the, the media, and mm. essentially she has to go into hiding until the trial in 2019. Uh, from Barbara, she says, uh, Nixium and the Bronfmans wrongfully launched seven lawsuits and even had me arrested um, between April 2009 and March 2017. They filed over 200 motions, and at some point, uh, Barb can't just can't afford to go to show up to court anymore. Yeah. Um, so I tell you that whole story just to highlight Keith's uh, absolute ineptitude at anything other than manipulating people. Keith is terrible at investing money, just disappears. Um, I mean, that's a great thing to be good at, though. <laughs> and this is... <laughs> um, 
And so this is where we uh, get into uh, him losing $65 million of the Bronfen's uh, sister's money in commodities Jesus training. Christ. It's a really volatile. They deserve it. <laughs> yeah. They deserve they it. Got, they're, they're the fucking Seagram's wit, wit, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, They got the money back. They're the, they're the Aldi version of the, the Hilton sisters. <laughs> yeah. So and Barbara, like she was one one of their money managers before, and she knew like sh- they didn't know anything about commodities. They they hadn't. They had no shit. They've <laughs> been the, commodities their entire. That's why it's hard to feel bad for Barbara. They they actually hadn't even really necessarily authorized Keith directly to do all of that. <laughs> it was might as well in a bunch of all of the prop the collateral and things that Keith had of them. So the weird thing is though is that. Um, Keith successfully explains away and maintains his genius sp- status despite blowing a small country's fucking GDP. <laughs> this this all comes full circle. This okay, because this is what he explains to them. He says, "Of course, I lost the money. Your dad, Edgar Bromfin, the Jew, used his power and influence to manipulate the stock market so that I, the great and all-knowing Keith, would lose the money and would discredit me in the eyes of you, the Bromfin sisters, and my loyal subjects and fucktoys. <laughs> also, also... Allegedly, Ed- not, a, not a direct quote. Yes, also, he alleged that uh, Edgar was uh, manipulating the stock market and bankrupting Keith, or trying to bankrupt Keith, because if Keith succeeded, he would be able to show the whole world that the jewish holocaust was a conspiracy and it would permanently change the structure of society jesus Christ. well it's a good thing <laughs> it's a good thing he lost because if people found out he's right bob's right it turns out they just did it for the extra holidays do you remember that the next question in the dalai lama's interview right. how okay. is there a way that you can like passively give people information that might change the paradigm of society. And he's it, like, it was Pepe like, the Frog. It was 100% <laughs> a question about just keep trying to be like, Dalai Lama, can you explain to me? Can we beat here? the Jews? <laughs> yeah, and Bob called it too when we watched it. Yeah. Bob <laughs> said it was uh, the Holocaust, and I was like, no, it has to, have, it has to do well, something no, with China. The, the whole thing, yeah, no, I mean. But it, it was Holocaust. The, yeah. the logic <laughs> is the same, and <clears throat> we've seen the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Uh, not to make this into a scholarly podcast or anything. <laughs> it definitely is. Boy, isn't. howdy, do I have some scotch in me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, wow, this is like a really much like nicer, friendlier version of like, like I feel like he would just be like, uh, like a uh, spy. Also, uh, the Jew. Like <laughs> that was the next thing up. He was he was basically a really chill Alex Jones. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that was pretty much it. But then you realize he's a head of state that was chosen as an infant that has his own press and his own government. Like, he, he has... Uh, it, it, don't get me started! <laughs> yeah, that's just... That's just so, well, okay, and that that is that is it for today. That's all any of us can handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I'm starting to lose my mind. Let's end this. The next episode is more stuff on Alice and Max recruiting uh, women that are more famous than her. This will be the one um, that you can jerk <laughs> off to. Uh, and we'll see how that goes. Some more information on what Nixon is doing behind the scenes, especially to punish people. Uh, uh. Mexican women and their sisters move into Albany. And it's the beginning of the end. Um, yes, the, the end more of More sex Nexium, and punishment stuff next episode. The end Ooh, of Nixon and, and the beginning one. of uh, the, uh, my family pies. <laughs> wow, that sounds exciting. 
Is that a porn search? Fam- don't act like you don't know. He's talking about cream pies? <laughs> family Full- pies. Yeah, family. Yeah. Incest porn joke. That's what, okay, I, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm trying to hit the landing. That's what yeah. I thought. Right. We got there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can expect all that and much, much more in uh, next week's exciting episode coming right to you next Friday. Uh, that's been uh, the Bob Keen on Instagram. Had the Bob Keen on Instagram, Twitter, and this is at Hashem for Comedy. That's correct. Andre Hashem. I'm the Mikesta, the real Mikesta on Instagram, and follow us at at official uh, no, blood, blood on the, on the sand, sand official, official. Blood, on the fan, <laughs> blood on the sand official see i couldn't even fucking get the landing at blood on the sand official thanks for listening you fuckers uh, have a nice night cheers